and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name is Ray Heron. I'm in Mana, which is just north of Wellington on State Highway 1. I've just got gas and we are off to the TTAR, the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride. Well, it was meant to be held last month, but COVID had its say, so it got postponed one month, and now it's happening. It's on tomorrow. Uh, it's happening out of Raglan, so I've got to ride up to Raglan, and then ride tomorrow, and then ride home Sunday. But that's all good, because it's a bit of an adventure. 1,500 k's over three days. Waiting for my wingman for this episode. We will be catching up with uh, Matthew Day Gillett, Ben Wilkins, and the gang, but uh, a new character to join me for this epic road trip is Todd on his Tiger 800. <coughs> Just waiting for him to arrive. Uh, he's, he's not late, I'm early, as usual. OCD and all that. Um, but while we're standing here, let's talk about what we're equipped with. Uh, obviously the Tenere 700, that is uh, as standard. I've done a lot of rides on that so far. Um, new additions, we've got the Krieger luggage, the OS12, two 12 litre packs, one on either side set up as panniers, uh, 18 litre Krieger backpack, uh, also running a Ventura Evo 22 pack full of tools and inner tubes and bits and pieces. Other stuff on the bike, uh, brand new set of tyres with the Midas EO 7 Pluses, uh, Todd and I put those on ourselves and didn't seat the bead properly so it felt like I was riding a massage chair down the road. So uh, thanks very much to Independent Motorcycles for, for sorting out the balance and the bead on those tyres but man they are chunky, sharp knobblies and they're looking great and I really can't wait to, to get this bike off road and just see how differently it feels. Uh, you can definitely notice a, a bit more vibration because you're riding on some big chunky knobblies on the road uh, but you know, off-road, I'm sure they'll be absolutely brilliant considering they are a lot more off-road biased than the um, the Pirellis that the bike came with. Um, I am wearing the uh, Hevic suit, jacket and pants. Got the Risha pants over top, which are going to keep me dry, hopefully, and the Risha range stretch jacket in the bag because we're expected to see a bit of the damp stuff on the way up the road. It's dry here in Wellington now, but um, it's meant to be raining in Levin, raining in, raining in Tomaranui, which brings me on to the route. We haven't actually defined a route yet, but uh, my, my thoughts are straight up to Bull, State Highway 1, then kick off to uh, Wanganui, and go up State Highway 4 to Ratahi through National Park and on to um, Raglan that way. That's my thoughts anyway. Um, we will see how we go. I'll have a conversation with Todd about that. Otherwise, uh, it's it's a dark morning here in Wellington and um, running the LS2 Pioneer Evo helmet with Cardo this time installed on it, Cardo Pack Talk Bold. Uh, as I customarily do, I've got the tinted visor on the um, on the LS2, so if you're listening, IAM, Paul Kane, um, turn turn away now, fast forward to 20 seconds or so. Uh, yeah, tinted visor, it was very dark on the way out of Wellington this morning. Uh, got out of uh, Upper Hutt, over the Haywoods, and instantly noticed the, the, the cool chill in the air coming down through um, uh, Pawatahanui area. 
And then as soon as I got out onto the Whitby Inlet, man, it warmed up. So I went, it got down to about 12 degrees and then cracked up to 16 around Whitby. And um, that's that's when everything fogged up and the mirrors fogged up. You know, that moment, you know, it's probably like a cold morning, you go into a tunnel and everything just kind of goes foggy. Yeah, so I experienced that this morning. That was interesting. Um, so now standing in... Uh, in Mana at the Z service station at uh, 2 to 6. It's 16 degrees outside. Uh, there's a little bit of light starting to appear in the sky, but definitely there's still quite a number of stars. Um, lucky this first this first leg is, is well lit with street, si- street lights, so I don't think I'll have to worry about that too much, and of course everything else. As long as we get home in time on Sunday, we'll be riding in daylight, so all good on that front. The uh, Tenere 700 has a, um, like a cigarette lighter attachment. I've chucked my GoPro dual USB charger in there and we're charging phone on handlebars. Thanks very much to Quadlock. Um, thanks very much of course to uh, the good guys at Outback Motor Tech. Uh, crash bars and skid plate are still on the bike and man they have earned their keep over the last uh, six months, that's for sure. Otherwise, we are tickety-boo, and as soon as Todd arrives, we'll do some more talking. But uh, today is just the 500k trek up to Raglan, uh, of which I've done 20.5k so far. Talk to you soon. Well, I promised I wasn't going to bore you with all the details upstate Highway 1 because... We've all done State Highway 1 a million times. But it's just gone uh, 20 past 8 and it's a tufty cloud, blue sky, kind of sunny, mostly sunny day. Uh, 15 degrees most of the way. Todd's joined us um, in Mana. We've ridden up the Kapiti Coast, done the kind of boring stretch from... um, uh, from Lavinda Sanson, Foxton and all that. And g'day. G'day. Welcome. Good Thank you. Uh, voice we haven't heard on the podcast before. Uh, what do you ride? I am on a Triumph Tiger 800 2015. 2015 model, nice. Yeah. Um, any major modifications to the bike? Um, nothing particular. It's mostly stock, although I've uh, recently upgraded the suspension, which has been a bit of a dream. So, yeah, that's it. And you've got some uh, some new mirrors there too. Uh, yeah, well, they were more, were more because I uh, had to replace uh, <laughs> a mirror that went missing somewhere in the forest. So we're uh, we're on our way up to the Triumph Tiger Adventure ride. Uh, the ride so far this morning, a bit boring, a bit straight. Looking forward to some windy roads from here on up. Yeah. So from here we're gonna we're, we're in Bulls, no bull. Uh, we're gonna go up to Wanganui, and then is it State Highway Four from Wanganui to Ratahi? I believe it is the Highway 4, that's right, yep. So, looking forward to this one. Brilliant, okay. Well, I guess we're not going to bore anyone with uh, the details of State Highway 1. Let's carry on. Let's do it. Just gone 25 to 1. We are in Tikwiti. It is 21 degrees, tufty clouds, blue sky, and it's been a good ride so far. What do you reckon, Todd? It's been good. Yeah, twisty roads. A little bit wet, though. You had to put your uh, raincoat on. Yeah, where was that? Just before we got to uh, Tomaranui, it was starting to get very ominous. Yeah, it was a little premature. You really didn't need it, but we didn't want to get you... uh... You told me to. Yeah, I know, I did. I was trying to protect you. Uh, 
Tumaranui, the bakery, the Tumaranui Bakery. Uh, big call from the lady in there when asked uh, how good her pies were. She was very confident that they were worth coming in for and eating. Um, they were pretty good. They were pretty good, but I, I think her confidence sold it for me. Yeah, it was, it was uh, how good are your pies? Ah, they are the best. Somebody came down the other day from Whangarei to get a pie. I'm pretty sure that's not the only reason they came down to get a pie, but uh, yeah, no, no, not a bad pie at the uh, Tomaradui Bakery. So, um, small town New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, V8s. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're right on the um, in the intersection between uh, the way to Rotorua, the way to New Plymouth, and the way I think we're going to go left here and go to uh, towards Raglan. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. How are your tyres going? Tyres going well. Um, a little bit not over, not slippery. I think slippery is an overstatement, but just a little bit not so sure-footed on the wet, cold stuff. Um, you know, when you get to those really wet, sheltered corners. Um, but otherwise, uh, I'm starting to lean it over a bit more now. A few of those little uh, tabs are starting to wear off slightly towards the outside. I haven't haven't hit the full outside yet. <laughs> not, not quite. I found those corners pretty slippery as well. So even on my Shinko 704, 705s, um, they're a bit worn, but yeah, they were pretty slippery on some of those cold uh, cold corners. What was it, like 12 degrees when we were uh, coming around? So Yeah, I think it got down to 12. Um, we stopped for gas in, where did we stop for gas? Ratahi? Was it? Yes, we did. Yep. Um, I, I just ticked over about 250-odd kilometres, but the bike was, was screaming at me, telling me it was uh, out of gas. Uh, I'd used 12 of the 16 litres. I used 11 and a half, and the bike told me, so it's a 16-litre tank, and the bike told me I had 90 kilometres left. It's interesting looking at the two bikes and thinking about the differences between them. Uh, I got the uh, cross-plane crank twin, and you've got a triple. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So similar capacity, right? Use yours seven seven hundred flat or six eighty nine cc. Okay. Okay. So I got an extra hundred. So yeah, this is eight hundred, but um, it it goes right on fuel. I'm pretty sure when you really wind it up, though, it uh, it would chew a lot more than this. Yeah, and same tanks, sixteen liter tanks. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do tomorrow on the uh, on the trails. Uh, I think I saw ninety kilometers to go to Raglan. Yes, that's right. Give yep. or take. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, more of the same. I, I'm assuming. Uh, I looked at the forecast. Uh, so from the from the what 14 degrees it was in Tomaranui and wet to uh, 21 degrees here in Tikawiri, and no more rain forecast all the way to Raglan. No, we might have to take some layers off. I think we might be sweating soon. <laughs> right, let's get back on the road. We'll see you in Raglan. Bye bye. From here we put the hammer down and absolutely barreled through to Raglan, finished off that 500 kilometre journey like it was nothing, then took time to chill, have some dinner, have a beer and just catch up with what was going on around us. We signed on, everyone got their t-shirts, then it was off to bed to get an early night before the big ride the next day. It is Saturday morning, it is grey, but a bit of blue sky peeking through. It is something like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Hello, Matt. Hello, Ray. How are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. A uh, bit of a ride up from Wellington yesterday. You? Oh, yeah, hop, skip and a jump from Cambridge. 75 k's of, um, yeah, country roads. So, yeah, it wasn't too far for me. How's, how's your butt after yesterday? Not bad, actually. I had a good ride up, good ride. Um, Todd and I made a good time and um, and no dramas. Uh, we did about three k's of gravel. Got to try out the new tyres on the gravel. How they do? 
There's, a, there's a lot of grip there. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Not a lot of grip on the tarmac, but there's a lot of grip on the on the gravel. Um, so it is Saturday morning. We are here at the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride. Uh, you don't ride a Triumph. Neither do you, to be fair. Good point. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to somebody who does ride a Triumph very shortly. Um, have you ridden any of these roads before? Yes, I have. Um, I actually, back because this was delayed, I came along on the original date with Ben uh, Wilkins, Kiwi Rider Editor, and um, we rode the Raglan Kafia Coast portion of the ride. Awesome scenery. Um, we bit of tricky deep gravel in places, which uh, hopefully has cleared up a bit since then. But I've heard there's a grader been through there. Oh, that'll be interesting then. Um, well, hopefully it's spread it out because there were big patches of, like, it looked like homemade gravel on corners. Um, so hopefully that's all sorted itself out. I'm still tossing up and over whether I'll be doing the road ride with my dad on his Tiger 1050 or if I'll be coming with you guys on the gravel. And, yeah, I've got to find someone to navigate for dad because I don't want to <laughs> leave him in the lurch. But he keeps saying, go do the gravel, go do the gravel. And I've never ridden with my Shinkos in the wet. And I don't think they're rated particularly well in the wet. So um, I'm leaning towards the gravel now. Cool. All right. Well, we'll go and have a chat to some, some Triumph riders, I think. A few KTMs showing up here today too, which is good to see. Yeah. very A uh, couple of, what, 790s over there. They've stolen your luggage, your new Krieger luggage. Yeah, I think that's the OS 10 by the look of it. I got the OS 12. But, yeah, that Krieger luggage is really good. Yeah, I've kind of got envy. It looks very, very cool and adventurous, but I like my Jivy luggage. It works. It does look good. Um, so I, uh, I, I loaded my clothes in the two bags and my tools in the tail bag yesterday to come up. But today I've ditched the tail bag and put the tools and the, and the, and the bits and pieces in the, um, in the panniers in the uh. Krieger uh, OS 12. So we get that weight nice down and low, uh, but really waterproof, except for when you drop it in a river. Yeah, that would probably uh, yeah, p- push the limits <laughs> of waterproofness. Um, you're speaking of tools, I need to go back to the uh, Raglan pub and get my tool bag out and put it on my bike because I forgot to do that before I left. So I'd better go do that now. Yeah, well, we'll catch up with you shortly. Sounds good, man. Todd, how did you sleep last night? Slept like a baby. It was lovely. I got up early and watched some, uh, some MotoGP. Yep, yep. The uh, over in Portugal, uh, they had. Uh, I watched FP1 last night after our dinner here at the club, and then uh, FP2 this morning. Got up at six a.m. for it. Dinner wasn't too bad. Bangers and mash, by the sound of it. That's right. That's what I was looking forward to. But I heard that you didn't like the sausages. Not your thing. <laughs> no, I don't do sausages. There's not many things in this world I don't do. But sausages and eggs are, are right up there at the top of that list. Um, so we got out of here after a couple of beers and a good feed uh, about eight o'clock last night. Um, and then we're back at 8 o'clock this morning for a briefing at 8.30, and we're off out on the road, uh, and we're doing the gravel. We are doing the gravel. I must admit I have uh, done some exercises this morning to warm up my body, warm it up, because yesterday I was feeling pretty sore after that ride, so needed to be ready for this one. Nice. All right, so you'll be on the uh, the Tiger 800. I've got the Tenere 700, uh, and we'll see how we go. Ben Wilkins, Kiwi Rider Editor, hello and welcome to the TTAR. Good morning. What a beautiful morning it is. It's turned out to be quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't so uh, flash earlier, was it? Rain Radar says we're uh, pretty much past the worst of it. Um, and you've done most of these roads before, yeah? Yeah, I've, uh, on the gravel route, yep. Uh, I came out here on a bit of a recce for this uh, ride oh, a couple of months ago. Um, so 
could be a bit different to what uh, I've I've already seen on on some of the gravel sections. I hear some of it's been graded, um, so that could be interesting. What was the story with you thinking you might have a flat? Oh yeah, um, just on the uh, section coming into Raglan up the coast, um, I was riding along and I was like, wow, it feels like either my my tire is flat or the back tire is or, or the back wheel is loose. And I stopped, and because every time I tipped into a gravel corner, it was just sliding out and uh, like a classic flat tire. And I stopped, and uh, I was riding with Matt uh, Day Day Gillett, and uh, I said, "Man, he's like, what's wrong? I think I've got a flat, or my back tires, uh, my back wheels coming off. It just feels awful. This uh, bit of road." He goes, "Oh no, me too." And it turns out it was just real coarse chip gravel. And it was just um, collapsing and moving out the way under the under the tyres. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty weird feeling. So you're here riding uh, Black Betty, the R80GS? Yep, dragged out the old girl for a, a, another hurrah. Since last time we spoke to you, uh, which was your big South Island trip, uh, what have you done? You've put a new rear tyre on. Yeah, a new back tyre. Same front tyre, actually. It was going strong at, um, I think, nine or 10,000 Ks. Um, Back tyres, um, Midas EO7 Plus. Good tyre, I hear. Yeah, I think I think I spied a set of a set of them on your bike uh, <laughs> yesterday. Um, they're a great um, uh, 60-40 tyre, um, 60 road, 40 off road. But I think they look more like a 50-50 to me. But uh, I think Midas, because they're into like extreme enduro and motocross, their idea of a a 60-40 is different to um, <laughs> someone else's. Uh, uh, idea of a 50-50 or a 60-40 so uh, no they're, they're a pretty good tyre quite um, quite knobby but that's what we like for, for gravel so perfect and you're rocking some new fluoro yellow handguards yes um, because my bike is the classic black and uh, yellow bumblebee uh, R80 colours um, it had black bark busters on and I thought oh, I wonder if I can find some yellow ones and uh, just to light the front of the bike up a bit because it's all quite dark at the front. And, uh, yeah, I, I messaged them. They said, oh, no, we don't do those anymore. And they came back half an hour later. Wait a minute, we found an old pair, old pair of old stock in the um, warehouse. You can have those for, like, 50 bucks. And they, uh, yeah, posted them over from, from Aussie. And I've got brand new um, non-available handcards. Well, that's a bit of a score. Uh, rocking GPS or route sheets today? Both. Ooh, you're going to be busy. No, the, the GPS just does its own thing, and I can just roll the route sheets as I go. And I also like the yellow on the, uh, on the uh, clips for the uh, uh, route sheet holder. It goes with the bike. Nice, we'll ride well, and we'll catch you at some stage throughout the day. Perfect. Uh, I'll see you, mate, there. Two characters that have just arrived on uh, one stunning-looking T7, but we won't say that too loudly. Uh, Roddy and Jesse from Eurobike Wholesale. How you doing, guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, great. Uh, you guys, uh, we, we, Rodney, you just done a, uh, the Tenere tour down south, mm-hmm. and now you're back for something a little more relaxed, maybe. Yeah, the, the Tenere Tour was pretty full on. There was a lot of um, challenging riding, to say the least. Uh, it was a really good time. We had a great tour, uh, but we're looking for something. With Jesse today, it's a bit more easygoing, a little less challenging, but still a lot of fun. And Jesse, you rode up on the back of the T7 yesterday. Uh, thoughts? 
Oh, it's pretty good. Um, maybe not something that I'd want to be pillioning on for a very long time. So <laughs> we're going to gravel road it today. Hopefully it's a bit slower and a bit more comfortable um, for a pillion. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll let, I'll let you know at the end of the day. Outstanding. Uh, a few people rocking some of the, um, the brands that you guys stock at Eurobike Wholesale. Bit of GV floating around the place. A few Scott Oilers. Yeah, yeah, it's always good to see. Um, it's always good to have the, the, the bikes out there. Um, as I always find it interesting when I go to events like this, you see a lot of products that we sell, but then a lot of people have never seen them or heard of them before. So it's always good to come along and talk to people about how their stuff's going and what they might be able to get for their bikes. It's, it's great. I'm going to scope out your bike because you've got a lot of GV stuff on your T7 that I think would look good on mine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> come and have a look. It's, it's all there. Hey, ride well, guys. Catching up with Peter Elliott, uh, Triumph brand ambassador, and here at the TTAR. G'day, Peter, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, Ray. I'm a little nervous because I've never done one of these before. This is my first adventure ride with one of these little boxes stuck to the end, handlebars. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got to turn knobs and that sort of thing, twiddle it. So I'm away from technology, back to old school stuff. So it'll be interesting if I can find my way. Are you signed up for the tarmac or the tar, uh, the, the gravel? No, mate, I've gone the pussy way. I'm, I'm, I've, gone, I've gone tarmac. Um, just because these are areas that I've not I've not ridden before, um, so it's all new to me. And uh, I'm on a borrowed bike, so you change one thing at a time. You know, if you change if you change three things at once, it's a recipe for disaster. If I was on a new bike and a new route and a, and a new technology, and all that sort of stuff. I just be going, nah, 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 nah. So you change one thing and hopefully it's safer. So yeah. And what are you riding? I'm riding a Triumph Tiger, to, uh, a Tiger 800 um, XRC. XCA? No, I know. The road bike. Road version of the car. So la- the last year's model, not the new, new one. No, that uh, 2020 model, yeah. No, the 900 GT Rally Pro is being ridden by Jock McLaughlin, who's another, uh, well, you know, Kiwi rider. Uh, you have to be quick to see him. Mate, you too. And, and and uh, I followed him here. Uh, he and uh, Jeff Osborne, who's the cameraman for um, Kiwi Rider as well, and we came down through the back road to the Waikato, and I had, we had a wonderful time. But uh, I was following these two really experienced professional type riders, and it was just uh, it was a, a lesson in you know what the bike will do. I just had a ball. I loved it. It's great fun. I remember following Jock uh, a couple of times, and I don't follow him for, for long because he's usually off. But he goes into corners, no brake lights, and I'm like, "What? Are you not braking? Because I am." Yeah, yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's certainly one of those guys that just disappears around the corner, and he doesn't seem to be working hard either. He's so tall on that bike, and he just he just rolls it into the corner and rolls around, and he rides on that on that uh, left hand uh, car car lane, the tire lane, all the time. He never moves off it, and it doesn't matter what the corner's like. It can be a thirty five k hairpin, and he's he's around it, and you go, oh my god. But he's uh, you know the bikes are pretty capable. He's pretty capable, and and I tended to follow him, and I was all right, you know. But yeah, I think you know it'll be a bit different today if it's wet. Well, the rain radar says it's drying off and there's a bit of blue sky out there at the moment. Well, yeah, but, you know, we, 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 we were sharing a house last night and it was absolutely weeing down. And I thought, oh, this isn't too good. And went out to, to fix the um, this little box, the the, yeah, the root sheet box to the handlebars this morning and I just got absolutely soaked. So, <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, when I was doing a t- tele show years ago and we were at sea, uh, often if the morning is really shitty, the rest of the day is fantastic. So you know. What do they say? Rain before 7, stop before 11? Is that right? 
I thought that was a nautical saying. I don't know. It's not one I've come across, but you're probably right. But yeah, but often I'd find, we'd find if we were going out to shoot uh, in the morning, it'd be rough as guts and you think, oh, God, this is going to be a terrible day and by lunchtime you'd just go, it's flat calm, it's beautiful and we're having a, the time of our lives, you know. So it was, yeah, it was often the way. That we, the, day would, the day would be the opposite of how it started. So it started a bit wet and grim this morning, so hopefully it'll be cheery and sunny by tonight. Let's think positively like that, Peter Elliott. Thank you very much. Look forward to uh, catching up with you after the ride and seeing yeah. what you think. Yeah, no, that'll be fun. Uh, and I think there's, what, 60 or 70 of us on this thing? Uh, something so, like that, so, yeah. oh, really good numbers turned out. And uh, and lots and lots and lots of triumphs, which is really gratifying to see as well. Very I was talking with Todd before. You don't see this many triumphs. You see one or two occasionally, but you don't see them on mass. No, because they're often a loner's bike. You know, the guy knows it'll, 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 it'll do okay. It'll do everything he wants. He's not going to worry, worry about it breaking down. So he's going to go off on and, and sort of be by himself and so you can you know whereas if you're on a BMW you've got to be in packs mm, 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 mm. yeah no, 100% or a KTM hey I'm going to uh, pounce on these two gentlemen over here they don't know I'm going to talk, talk to them but if I can uh, your names please uh, Robbie and Andrew and what do you guys ride I've got the 1250GS Beamer and Drive Tiger 800 and you guys uh, done a ride like this before no my first yeah never Brilliant. Hey, it's great to have you along. Uh, you guys doing GPS or route sheets? Yeah, it's <laughs> a bit of both. We've got yeah. the, the sheets in case we get lost, which I doubt, I hope, and uh, we're going to follow the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys, sorry, are you going doing tarmac or gravel? Gravel. Doing the gravel. Gravel, nice yeah. one. All right, well, you'll probably pass me on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, mate. Catching up with Mike Cross, a big man on campus as far as Triumph goes. G'day, Mike. First time I've caught up with you in person. Uh, great to meet you. You too, Ray. Nice to meet you. Um, from Triumph's point of view, 60 riders. Are we, are we happy with that? Pretty happy, actually, I think, under the circumstances. Yeah, you know, with school holidays about to start and everything like that. I think it's great. Good number of bikes out there, and they look great, too. So many great bikes out there. That new Rally Pro out there that Jock's riding. Man, can I have one of those? Uh, have, we might have to talk about the have part, but <laughs> it's a great bike. Yeah, it looks good, eh? What are you riding today? Oh, I'm on my speed triple today, and, and luckily the tyre has been fixed because it was feeling a bit flat this morning. Oh, you've actually fixed it now? We repaired it, yeah, to thought nice. that was a better idea. And you're doing the tarmac? We are, yep, yep. Not many of us by the look of it, but, you know, we've got to support the, the road riders out there on, on their trials. Brilliant. Well, I look forward to catching up with you after the ride about, um, you know, how everything went. Um... But the weather's clearing up? Weather looks good. Yeah, I was quietly confident that that's what would happen, and it has. I'm even changing to a tinted visor and summer gloves. Nice. Yeah, i got the tinted visor on there, but I don't really have the choice of, of getting rid of it. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, that's, that's the perfect optimist. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike Cross from Triumph, thank you very much for, uh, for, for getting in behind this event, making it happen. We really appreciate you guys um, you know, uh, being the driving force behind the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride 2021. Thanks, Ray, and I'm glad we can support the Triumph Riders out there and the other brands, of course. Right, there we go. We have had the rider briefing. We are walking out the door to get on the bikes and go and do the best part of 400 k's of gravel here at the TTAR, the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride. And looking forward to it. My bike is looking great. The uh, little tabs on the minus EO7 pluses are wearing off. It's going to be me, Todd, and Matt in a group, and it's going to be fun. That was a unique briefing, though, wasn't it? 
Yeah, very unique, but uh, I think got the message. <laughs> <laughs> Don't crash is pretty much the uh, the long and skinny of it. Matt, uh, are you going to come join us for the uh, for the gravel ride? Yes, I've teed up Dad with Peter Elliott um, for doing the sealed ride because apparently the shinkos aren't amazing in the wet on seals, so uh, I'm going to have better chances of maintaining traction in the gravel, as weird as it sounds. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. Though I do need to get some gas at the moment, though, because... Right, well, you go get gas now. We'll meet you at the petrol station, then we'll get on the road. Well, it was 100 k's in, and we're at the bottom of Hihikiwi track right now, and uh, we've just turned off onto the gravel off a uh, beautifully flowing ribbon of tarmac. Matt, I was struggling to keep up with you through there. Yeah, it's, um, this is my gravel riding route uh, where I come when I've just got um, a short couple of hours to go for a play. Um, so, yeah, I know these roads reasonably well and I go pretty hard here. Uh, now it's been pretty awesome, though. How did you find that um, tarmac before we hit the gravel just now? Yeah, it was beautiful, twisty, flowing ribbon of tarmac. I'm not hugely confident in the corners on the Midas EO7 Pluses at this stage. And I did, way back on the main road when you were behind me, have this uh, an interesting wee slippy slide moment on a, uh, a flush bit of tarmac. Um, so I, I, the only saving grace I've got is the power in the straights, which allowed me to keep up with you. Yeah, it's um, no, the little rally hustles along when it wants to, though I am pretty much at this point in my career with Rosie riding it permanently at 9 and 10 tenths. So um, I'm starting to outgrow the little bike, we could say. Um, but now I was connecting with the Senor to Todd and we were just having a good old yak the whole time. So my Senor needs a battery charge now. <laughs> Let's catch up with Todd and the Tiger XCX. Todd, how's it going? Good. Yeah, it's been a good ride so far. It's been a little slippery. Um, I'm the opposite to you. I've got my road tyres that are nearly worn out. So on gravel, they are uh, struggling a bit. But that's all right. You can catch me on the gravel. I try, I try. I did get held up uh, a wee way back there. Um, I, I, also, this, all this uh, patina, this mud splatter here, this is yours, Todd. Yeah, well, I, I have some rocks embedded in my chest from uh, you flicking rocks at me, so uh, I, I think we can call that even. Okay, fair call, fair call. Um, so, yeah, as I said, that's 100 k's in, and I think we're doing 390 k's today, so I suppose, what, 290 k's to go, we should carry on. Um, any idea where we're going to stop for lunch? Because that's kind of an important thing. You know, being a guy, I kind of go from food stop to food stop. I have no idea. I am wondering the same question. Matt, you got any thoughts? Um, Otrahonga, probably, is the place where we should stop. Because after Otrahonga, we continue southwest and we go out to Mokau before heading north again. Right. So, uh, And o- o- Otrahonga is the last fuel stop, yeah? Um... Well, if we don't stop there, we won't get to the next town. Yeah, something like that. I think that's what Veggie said in the briefing. Um, I'm going to nip across, excuse me, um, at the bottom of the hill um, and go over to the Oprah Roadhouse to top up Rosie because I'm not actually sure if I can get to Otrahonga. I'm not too sure how far (laughs) away it is. Uh, Let's keep moving because we're sitting in a little gully here. It's beautiful blue sky out there and lots of sun, um, but just where we are is, is a damp little hole, so let's carry on. We are in Otorohonga and we have had something to eat. We have got petrol and we have just been told that we are running out of time and have to shortcut to Tianga. So we are outside the Fat Kiwi Cafe, had me a sandwich. Uh, Todd, what did you have for lunch? I had a Reuben sandwich myself. Nice. And Matt, what did you have for lunch? Do you really want to know? <laughs> a pie? No, it was a salmon bagel. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you can eat yeah, this, this, this is fine. That's fine. 
Uh, Rosie the Rally's doing well. The uh, Tiger in the bush is prowling, and the T7 is doing quite well as well. Not not too bad on the tyres. Quite happy with them. Starting to knock off some of the wee uh, tabs on the side, so that's all good. Uh, but we've been told that we are running out of time and we need to get moving. So that's pretty much all the updates I've got for you right now. Let's get cracking. I don't know where we are, but we're in some little town that we were told to go to to, uh, to to cut a little bit of time off our off our route because we were running out of time. But I tell you what, the road we have just done, uh, Waitomo Caves Valley Road, Waitomo Valley Road, something like that. Follow that road all the way to. Anyone know where we are? I did. <laughs> T, it starts with a T. Starts with a T. Follow that road. Oh look, there's an adventure bike. Where's he going? Yep, yep. Follow that looks about right. Anyway, Waitomo Caves or Waitomo Valley Road. That was an awesome bit of road. Uh, so I was I was uh, GPSing, so I started leading, and here's me thinking I was doing amazingly well and leaving everyone in my dust. And uh, and well, Todd, I didn't leave you in my dust. Well, not quite. Although I did run wide on one corner, didn't I? You got a prime view for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is the thing about uh, not quite knowing the road that you're on, right? But uh, uh, very, very fast and flowing. And Matt on the, the mighty 250, we are not leaving you behind. No, I was here I am thinking, oh, yeah, I need to sell the rally. It's getting left behind too often. And, um, yeah, I was right on your ask for quite a fair bit of that. Uh, had to slow myself down. No, it's been going really, really fun. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have flat tyres, eh? It is, it is. And you're hanging on something chronic. Um, have, I, have I knocked off any more, no, uh, any more um, tassels? I think I have. I think you have. Yeah, there's a few. We're leaning, oh, we're definitely leaning onto there, look. I, I think we discovered what happens when you have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> is that my problem? No coffee. Uh, it, ooh, the rain is coming down and I've taken all the waterproof liners out of my jacket. So, um... I say we go up here, hang a right, and keep going, eh? Just about 3k out of Kafia, and we have turned off onto a gravel road, but what a gorgeous stretch of road from wherever we just last stopped, all the way through Winding White, right around the inlet here to uh, towards Kafia. Outstanding little bit of road. Um, I mean, I'm just making this up because I don't actually know where we are in anything, but uh, we're on a gravel stretch of road. We've got 50-odd Ks if we follow this road back to Raglan, probably 60-odd Ks to get actually back home because I think we're going to do some offshoots. Matt, does that sound about right? It does. I'm actually trying to get uh, the River app to tell us exactly how far we're going, but it's not playing ball. Um, I think we might have not particularly much reception here. Oh, did you not uh, save your routers off offline or something? Um, well, between trying to get to it, I think my uh, old iPhone 6 is about to give up the ghost. I've got a new crack on the screen that somehow appeared. So, um, yeah, <laughs> she's... You haven't even dropped your bike. I know, right? But no, look, it's it's just not it's not responding to the no, touch. It does not. I don't like have you. the don't have the magic touch. Now that road, um, we what we cut um, out a bit of a section of um, the actual official route um, at the behest of Tail and Charlie, uh, who wanted us to get uh, back to Raglan before it was midnight. 
because um, we were a bit fat arsy around. And um, yeah, we cut out through Waitomo to that brilliant, brilliant twisty road. And the road following it wasn't too bad either if it wasn't just a little bit drier. I've been really enjoying these tarmac roads. Um, I mean, I know we're here for an adventure ride, but the tarmacs between the, the gravel bits is um, flowy and beautiful. And I'm, I'm on the outside knob of my new tyres too, which I'm, which I'm very impressed with myself, if I do say so myself. Um, Todd, uh, the first kind of organised big adventure ride you've done, yeah? That's correct, yeah, first one. Thoughts so far? I mean, you can say it's shit if it's shit. It's, it's nice being in a small group. We've, uh, we've come across some, some bigger groups where there's been a few more people, but uh, it's good when it's the three of us just kind of going at our own pace. I like that. Yeah, uh, comms have been quite good too. We've worked out that if you're connecting a cardo to a Senna, on the Senna, you connect the cardo as if it is a... Uh, a phone so most centers have two phone inputs uh, Bluetooth connections so you connect that the, the cardo as is, is a phone and then um, Matt and Todd you both got centers so seamless connection there yeah? yeah that part was easy and occasionally you go too far ahead and you drop out we have to restart the whole process <laughs> <laughs> hey but that's okay because when I drop out I get music and it's, it's um, it spurs me on uh, good Anything else we need to say? I mean, it's been an absolutely outstanding day so far. A few, uh, few little bits of rain coming through, but, I mean, I've stayed dry. I haven't got the waterproof liner on my jacket, so um, I'm, we're, doing all, we're doing all right, I think. We are. I, I'd say uh, the, the award goes to the 250 for keeping up uh, along all those tight corners. Uh, it's doing really well. He's definitely doing... He's going faster than you would expect on a 250, I think. Um, Matt does a good job keeping up on the, uh, the the little sprightly little bike um, and Matt you, you were you were kind of making noises about getting a bigger bike but I don't think you need to yeah I know it's one of those things when you don't ride your bike for a while you sort of love it, lose a bit of love for it and then um, you get on it and you remember why you love it um, I still think I do want a bike with a bit more power um, but I'm not in a huge rush to sell Rosie but um, if anyone wants to make an offer I'll, I'm all ears <laughs> Yeah, it's no, it's been doing really, really well. The tyres, still plenty of treat on those. The Shinko 804, 805. Um, no, it's been seamless almost. Um, been really impressed with how it's gone. It's been mostly comfortable. All these stopping to do podcasts has given my butt a bit of a rest, though. I noticed you've gone back to uh, your road helmet, the uh, HJC I-70, uh, over the, the Scorpion Adventure helmet that you usually rock. Um, is there a story behind that? Well, yeah, well, we were initially planning, but... Hold that thought, hold that thought. That is a BMW GS of some description, passing us. Sorry, uh, back to the HGC. Yeah, so the original plan for me was I was going to ride the road ride with my dad. Um, He's got a Tiger 1050. And um, I was like, well, if I'm doing a whole big road ride, I don't need the peak talent. Um, and the HJC is just so much more comfortable than the Scorpion. Um, and I've already had the, the Senna fitted up to the HJC. I put my mount there for my new... Um, oh, here's a bus. Yeah, a camper. You do find campers on this uh, Raglan Carfia road. Um, multiple times I've passed them with flat tyres, so I don't know why these camper people like to come down this road. Tell you what, that camper, just to interrupt your story once again, had two push bikes on the front with a with a towel over them, and it was so high that you could barely see over the push bikes to see where the road was going. Well, that's that's camper, what, motor caravaner style? 
<laughs> visibility. Where we are going, we don't need visibility. <laughs> Visibility's overrated. Um, yeah, I can't remember what was I saying. Oh, yeah, so I was going to do the road ride, and then um, sort of Dad looked at all the bikes around, and all my friends were doing the gravel, and he said, oh, you do the gravel, I'll be right. So um, he's off with Peter Elliott and Mike Cross from Triumph New Zealand, riding the road ride, uh, portion of the uh, TTARNZ. And, yeah, I just tagged along with uh, you and Todd because I didn't want to try and keep up with Ben and uh, Doug. Yeah, well, my initial thought was to leave with them 15 minutes early and try and keep up, but no, no chance, no chance whatsoever. Uh, standout for me has been Krieger. Krieger, I've got the OS uh, 12 uh, panniers on the bike, and I've got the uh, the 18-litre backpack on my back, and I love the backpack, actually. It's uh, It shackles up across your chest, so it takes the weight off your shoulders, and it kind of puts it across the chest. Um, it's, it's really, really good. Uh, and I noticed, Todd, you've got a Krieger tail bag on. What's the story with that? I think it's the uh, US t- uh, 20 might have been. I was just looking for a bit of extra storage when I did my South Island trip. And uh, it's been fine. Yeah, it fits all my tools in it and a little extra. When you say all your tools, uh, what, kind of, what kind of tools do you carry on a rod like this? So I've got uh, the tyre levers and the bead buddy uh, to break the bead on the tyre. And then I've got a couple of ring spanners of various sizes. And then I've got a nice T-bar with a bunch of different sockets to fit everything that I don't have a ring spanner for. And then I've got some electrical stuff because, you know, electrical problems happen on these bikes. And my spare tubes. Um, Oh, and a pump to pump up the tyre. So basically I'm anticipating someone blowing a tyre. That's what I'm prepared for. Yeah, with the the shape of these roads and the gravel that you're riding over, that's probably the number one thing to watch out for, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I was tempted to leave it at home to to leave the weight, uh, to drop the weight. I'm glad I didn't because uh, it's only three of us for most of this trip. And, uh, I mean, we could have called for help, but that would have disrupted someone else. So I'm glad that we've been self-sufficient so far and 50Ks left. Fingers crossed, uh, no no incidences. Right, it's just going, what time is it, guys? 3, 3.30? Um. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Just gone three o'clock. Tufty clouds and sunshine. Um, I'm going to pick that it's probably about 15 degrees. It's not roasting, but you get it. You get moving on the on the gravel and it warms you up. Um, shall we finish this thing? I think there's a beer waiting for us. Let's do it. Oh, sorry, Matt. You're you're finishing your uh, bacon and egg uh, roll there. Yeah, leftover from breakfast this morning. <laughs> but I thought it might come in handy if I needed a bit more energy. And now we're heading back into the gravel. Uh, nothing like a uh, well, bacon egg and a hash brown muffin. Uh, keep the energy levels up, have a bit of hydration, and uh, we'll be good to go. Before we do run, um, let's just have a quick yarn about the gear we're wearing. I've got the... Um what have I got as far as boots goes? I've got former adventure boots, um, same as yours, Matt. I'm running the Hevic, uh Titanium R jacket and pants. Uh, no liners, actually. Taking all the, 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 the thermal and the waterproof liners out. I had the Risha waterproof gear, which I ditched really early in the day. Um, Todd, you're running Revit. Yeah, I've got the uh, Revit Sand 3, I think, which I don't know if they still sell. It might have been last year's... Um sort of version of it. Well, they might still sell it. But yeah, I uh, picked this up, I think, two years ago and haven't looked back. I love it. Waterproof? Yeah, it's got three layers. So there's the base layer, then waterproof, and then the heat layer. And I don't need the heat layer, so uh, I'm just rocking the waterproof, and I find it fine. I've got lots of breathability, even with the layer inside. Nice. And boots? They are the City Adventure boots. Uh, I saved up my pennies for these uh, because I wanted to have something to keep my feet dry, and they are performing very well, very comfortable. 
Nice. Well, let's run down on the gear. Oh, I've got the uh, H, the LS2 uh, Pioneer Evo helmet with the Cardo Pactorque Bold tinted visor and the White's branded UGAM anti-fog insert, which uh, there'll be a video coming out very shortly if it's not out already. I love that thing. Hasn't fogged up all day, although I'm wearing glasses, which they fog up. Um, yeah, that's the big problem, isn't it? Your glasses always fog up. You can have the best pin lock or best anti-fog in the world. Your glasses are still going to fog up. Yes, they are. Right, you finish your bacon and egg roll? Yep. Let's yep. go. What a spot. Matt, where are we? Uh, we're on the Raglan Kafi uh, Road, uh, right on the west coast, and it's uh, turned out to be a beautiful time to be riding. We've got the sun getting low in the sky. We can see the swell rolling in. We've got a beautiful view out to, what's out there, Australia? Um, Yes, some, yeah, we'll call it Australia. If you look, go, look, squint hard enough. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, there you go, uh, Todd, you can wave to your parents. I can wave to them, I just realised that you are also recording through your headset. So, turn it off, turn it off. Well, I can hear you there. Yeah, this is still connected. This is turned off. Oh, there you go. All right, so you can hear me fine. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as far as vistas go, have you seen anything that uh, that rugged? That rugged? No, I don't think so. What, what are we looking at over there? What's that one? Yeah, what's that point over there, Matt? Um, what's that land mass there? Um, I think Carthy is that way. Um, can't remember the name. Can't remember the name. Oh. <laughs> don't drop your bike, it's a long way down that cliff. Right, well that's a, that's a mint spot and uh, we'll chuck some photos up on social media. We've got probably 25, 30 k's to go so uh, let's go and get a beer and some dinner. Well there we go, it is 7.22 at tonight, Saturday night. It is pitch black out here. A rather cool evening, but a dry evening and we're at the local establishment, the local club, the watering hole. We have finished the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride. It is all over bar the shouting and a little bit of prize giving. Matt, how do you feel? I feel quite good to be honest. I've got a few beers in me now. Uh, drinking the local uh, brew, the Wakatu. And, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, it's a very good sparkling river water, thank you very much. Swamp water. <laughs> no, it comes out of the river, it's fine. Um, no, it was really good, good fun, especially the Carfi at a Raglan bit, but that's mostly because I know it more than you guys and I was able to blast ahead of you. That was a stunning bit of ride. Shame about the, um, it was a bit of a piss poor time for us to be riding along it, though, because sun going down, it's more of a morning road, I think, um, just because there was a lot of sunstrike going along there. Um, but other than that, like the, the views were stunning, weren't they? Like, you guys ridden roads like that before? Kind of, but I mean, every every location around New Zealand's different, um, and that was a stunning road. Uh, it's a whole the whole event actually. Like, I've never been to Raglan before, so I've been to Waitomo once uh, in a car, and so that road from Waitomo to Tianga. The, Tianga, there you go. I just looked up because I had uh, remember at the. Uh, uh, what was it? The Fat Kiwi Cafe. Uh, Taylor and Charlie said, "You'll owe me a beer after this." Like, like me. Like, I I bought him that beer. <laughs> it was a handle of Waikato, and uh, it was well deserved because that was a stunning ride. <laughs> yeah, no, it was outstanding. Uh, Todd, the Tiger did well. Did well. 
the tiger and myself were feeling tired by the end of the day, particularly that last ride. Uh, I think it was it was a good ride, but yeah, that, that sun coming in and traffic also made it a bit difficult. So I spoke to a few other riders here, and they all found the same thing. Even the really experienced guys found the last what hour? Yeah, last hour to be the hardest, the trickiest of the day. So we, I think we did well. We got back on time. If we did the whole ride, it would have been close to 400 k's. I mean, I think I did 310, 320. See, my GPS was saying nearly 340. I just looked it up with Dad. Well, uh, maybe it was that much. I didn't, like, pay that much attention. Yeah, it was um, definitely, I think we were, what, 60 k's? Like, we didn't cut off a hell of a lot of k's, to be honest, but it was still an hour and a half's worth of riding, I think. Um, I'm definitely going to come back and do that lower section. It looks awesome. Um and yeah, it was yeah. I think we were um, well advised to take that road to, to Yanga. That was a beautiful ride. Oh, honestly, that's it's one to go down in the uh, the annals of history. Is a great motorcycling ride. <laughs> the what of history? Annals of history. Annals, right? Not uh, annals of history. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> Mind out of the gutter, thanks. <laughs> um, no, that was a stunning road, and um, it just got us right back onto the track ahead of a whole lot of people. Like we got back before Ben and Doug. Um, we did, and they left uh, Otrahonga as we were getting gas. Yeah, so um, yeah, it definitely saved us. What, definitely an hour at least. Um, it made us look like heroes. We got back before a lot of people. Yeah, I was having great fun. Um, <laughs> Great fun chasing a 1290 KTM um, at one point along the uh, Kafia stretch. Um, great fun. And then um, starting getting a bit hairy going, oh, actually, I'm going into these corners a bit hot. I should slow down a bit. Oh, this is a great photo opportunity. I'll just stop here and wait for the other guys. Yeah, you few pedaled that uh, 250. Well done. Um, so that is the TTAR wrapped up and done, but that is not the end of our adventure, Todd. No, we have seven hours to ride back tomorrow. So, uh, have you given any thought to which way you want to go? I think the exact same way we came, but obviously in reverse. Why not? Why not? Um, go, go the forgotten highway. Oh, I was thinking about that, but it does add about two hours to the trip. Yeah, but you can spend an hour of that at the Fongmomina pub. Have your lunch there. That'd yeah. add three hours to the trip. Yeah, but you're not on a timeline. You said earlier you're not on a timeline for getting home. I know you missed your wife. Well, when you no, did. we're not on a timeline. But the thing is, and we were talking about this on the ride today, uh, we have to be home before dark, otherwise we turn into pumpkins. Uh, we've both got <laughs> tinted visors. Yeah, you you done fucked up there. Um, you had to look all stylish for the photos, didn't you? Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The photos. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, I'm sure you can make it before it gets dark. You're not. Oh, actually, no. You do have to go over the Rimataka Hills. So, um, yeah. Oh, no, we don't. Why do we have to go to the Rimataka's? Well, you could go boring state highway one, but come on, go to the Rimataka's. <laughs> Add another hour. Add <laughs> <laughs> another hour. Come on. Oh, this conversation is going to go well into the night. Hey, good riding with you, Matt. Um, thanks very much for joining us for the TTAR. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been lovely riding with you guys. Uh, just. Thanks for having me along on the gravel. The last-minute decision to do the gravel instead of uh, the highway. Would have been home well early if I did the highway, I think. Um, they got back at quarter past three. We got back at... Uh, five. Yeah, quarter to five or so. So, um, yeah, definitely glad I did the gravel in the end. Had a great lot of fun, and it was nice riding with you guys. Catching up with Ian. Ian, what do you ride? Uh, F800 GSA. Beautiful bike, and you did the tarmac today? We did. We did. And uh, 
we've talked about, um, and we won't talk about it here now, your, uh, your wee detour. So forgetting the wee detour, how did you go? Uh, no, we went really well. It was a really good track, uh, nice twisties, and uh, just some good roads. Yeah. Um, you mentioned some pea gravel, bit of roadworks. Yeah, just the just the normal road wreck, pea gravel, shit like that. It's just not bad. Brilliant. Um, how does doing a, an organised road ride compare to? I know you do a lot of trail stuff. Do you get the same kind of kick out of it? Um, yeah, yeah, you do because some of the stuff is we don't do roads that we would have done normally because we sort of detour through other stuff and hit sort of our normal twisty roads and you don't do sort of the back roads that we did today. So. Brilliant. Um, I've got no more questions. <laughs> um, would you come back? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But I'll do the uh, gravel one this time. We'll get you down for the uh, GS Rally. Actually, GS Rally, November, uh, Riverhead. Oh, GS and Riverhead. That'll be fun. <laughs> Catching up with Mike Cross. Hey, how was your ride? It was pretty good, yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit wet to start with, but, you know, that's all part of it. Yeah. We just done our prize giving. Uh, heaps of people stoked with the T-shirts and the, the little badges. Man, those little badges are quite cool. They were very popular, yeah. way more than I thought. Yeah, you can thank Ben for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that all that merch and stuff available? How do people find that sort of thing? Oh, it's probably best to see your dealer. Yeah. You know, they've got a lot of that in, in-house, in-store. Um, some of it's really kind of unique in the sense that it's not well not well sort of uh, um, advertised like the USB sticks for example you know they're a couple of years old but we had them and we thought you know oh, we'll just give them out nice hey once again thanks very much for, for getting behind the event driving the event making sure the event happened uh, I hope you enjoyed your ride everyone else seems to have enjoyed their ride lots of smiles around yeah everyone's happy well pretty much everyone but yeah I mean we, we can't not get behind this I mean Veg has done a great job obviously with Kiwi Rider and everyone from Kiwi Rider and including yourself. We we couldn't do it without you. Catching up with Ben once again at the end of the event. We've just done the prize giving. Firstly, how was your ride? Uh, hey, Ray. Um, pretty good. And uh, I uh, I saw we caught up with each other briefly in Otorohonga. Yeah, halfway, lunchtime. Yeah. Um, you were leaving as I was pulling for gas. Where did you go for lunch? We went into the, the Fat Kiwi Cafe. I think you had the best deal. I followed Doug. We went to McDonald's. I never go to McDonald's. You went to McDonald's? I'm never going again. Yeah, yeah, I can see why. I tossed up about Subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So anyway, food choice, bad food choices aside. um, Big long day, but really good. Some some roads I would never have ridden if it wasn't for this Triumph Rally. 100 percent. I'm surprised I got home before you. Yeah, you you had to take a detour. Yeah, we'd take a shortcut. Yeah. Um, We did the whole loop, and it was a long day. We we left at 8:30 before everyone else to put a few arrows up and we got back at 5 and we stopped for 30 minutes for lunch so we're literally riding from 8.30 until 5 with a half hour break I'm glad I took a shortcut yeah yeah. Uh, I kind of wish we had but it was it was still good but I, I rode some roads I'd have never ridden otherwise how did the uh, the R80 GS with the EO7 plus tyres go? 
Yeah, real good. Um, love the way they feel on tar seal, loads of grip. Um, good in the gravel. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. And you? Yeah. How was your, how was your day? Uh, really, really good. So, um, been been kind of paying attention to the the little tassels on the on the tire, the injection molding tassel things. Um, taken all of them off out to the final last outside knobs. Yeah, don't go for those ones. <laughs> no. Leave those ones alone. Tell you what, there was a couple of moments where, you know, on the main road, you see a little bit of flushing tar. I, I come into a, a left-hander and I just felt the whole bike shift about a foot sideways. A foot? That Felt like a foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had those moments. Yeah. <laughs> was it on the tar seal or on the gravel? On the tar seal. On the gravel, the bike just grips. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I find those tires fantastic, even in the wet. So, yeah, you were pretty unlucky. With my previous tires, I could just spin the rear wheel out of any corner. These ones, it just grips up and it goes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, these, as we said earlier on this morning, those Mitas are like a 60-40, but a Mitas 60-40 is much more aggressive than a, I don't know, any other brand 60-40 because they're a competition dirt bike heritage. So they're 60% road, 40% dirt. I think they're more 40% road, 60% dirt. Yeah. So TTAR, TTAR all wrapped up. Um, have you got a sentence? Can you sum the whole event up into a sentence or a word? No. But what I was going to say was thank you to Triumph. We've had a fantastic day. Well, fantastic two days, uh, like mingling yesterday. Um, we've met some great people. People have brought their Triumphs out that probably wouldn't go out and do this kind of thing otherwise. So um, Matt's dad came out. Yeah, exactly. He brought his bike out that he never rides. And uh, we saw bikes that we just don't see on other events. So it's been a fantastic um, event from Triumph. So, yeah. Um, but if you wanted to round it up into a sentence, I'd just say that it's been a really inclusive event that has encouraged people to go out and get on their bikes. You didn't have to ride a Triumph, and that was proven. A lot of people showed up on, well, there were two T7s in the field, I know that much. A few BMWs. Well, you were on one of the T7s. <laughs> um, I was on one of the BMWs. I saw a couple of Hondas. But, um, there was a Trans Alp? Yep, there was a, a very well-ridden Trans Alp by um, a retired couple who were ponying along really quite well. So, yeah, shows doesn't matter what you ride, it's how you ride it. Can I get your name, please? Liz Bays. And what are you riding? BMW G650 GS. And have you done any events like this before? Yes, I've done um, three Kiwi Rider events, actually. The Mangawai one, Martinborough. Oh, so you did the, the GS Rally in 2019, yes. the GS Rally 2020, uh, 2020 yes. and now you're here at the Triumph Adventure Ride 2021. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and how did you, you feel? How did you go? Oh, fantastic. The first one was a matter of turning up and seeing how it happens, and I did a 150k loop. The third, second one was about finishing a full 300k loop, which I did, and today I did about 300ks again, and I wasn't last, so that was the bonus. Not that it's a race. Not that it's a race, but it was amazing. Scenic, and I haven't been to Raglan before, and it's just a great way to see the place with the locals um, to putting together 
just such an amazing track and yeah really really scenic great awesome well thanks for coming no oh, my pleasure anytime <laughs> nice to catch up on the trail I think you guys did the uh, the shortcut that we did didn't you yes yes um, and wasn't it a great shortcut it was a great beautiful shortcut yeah absolutely and what's your name I'm Brenda and what do you ride uh, Triumph Tiger 800 ah nice is it the uh, the one with the spooky wheels or the um, the cast wheels? The cast wheels. So it's oh. XRX model. Nice. You still got along on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got my knobblies on, so yeah, it was awesome. And have you done an event like this before? No, I haven't. It's my first time. Are you coming back? I'd love to do some more riding like this. It was absolutely awesome. It was just wicked. Such a unique unique experience. Oh, and just to see the countryside that way, it's just, we live in such a beautiful country, and to do back routes on a bike, yeah, magic. Is there anything from your ride today that stands out in your mind as like a, 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 a high point? Um, oh, just, yeah, I definitely enjoyed the gravel roads, I think, more. Yeah, yeah. yeah quite that, that sunset on the uh, on the coast there near the end was quite quite brilliant, wasn't it? It was it was awesome. Just a little bit of sunstrike coming, going around some of those corners <laughs> was a little bit scary, um, but I had Liz in front of me, so um, I knew that <laughs> there wasn't a car. If I could see Liz and she hadn't moved over, I knew there were no cars coming around the other way, so it was all right. Well, brilliant. Thanks very much for coming along, guys. Uh, great to hang out and uh, look forward to seeing you at the next event. Awesome. Thanks for calling such a great event. Thanks to Triumph. Thank you. It's amazing. Thanks for your time. Sunday morning, all relaxed, having breakfast, and Peter Elliott, uh, you did the road ride yesterday of the TTAR. How did you find it? No, we found it really well. Um, in fact, I used those route sheets for the first time, and uh, and they were really good, except when the road signs got nicked. So, so you turned up. And also I discovered that sometimes people, um, uh, the people who set the routes have a different speedo rating than mine, so that's why there's this reset button. It all made sense after a while. But it was great fun. We had a, we had a terrific day. Um, no offs, everybody behaved themselves we traveled well and it was uh, I, I mean for my first adventure ride like that I mean it was it was an absolute eye-opener but I had a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. time do one again in a heartbeat it was um, a great time Tiger went really really well uh, nice and easy relaxed and I've and normally I get headaches if I ride for more than an hour and I rode for nearly eight hours yesterday and I'm absolutely fresh as a daisy today so brilliant yeah no it's, it's, it's really good so there's something about that adventure rider position that's probably a little easier and also having a screen in front of you, so I was my head wasn't buffeting quite so much. So I think that probably helped a bit. Um, so you're riding a, a sport bike at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, I'm riding a, a, um, a speed triple, yeah, which I've had for a, about a year or so, which I love. But uh, it does. If you do three hours on that, you you get home and feel it. You know, it's it's not as bad as the Thruxton was, which was yeah, because you hunt that hunched over position, which because uh, I've got a, a bung neck, uh, they, they used to really hurt, but. Um, and then I changed them to the speed triple, and it's better. But at the same time, it's still a naked bike, so having a, having a screen is cheating. But it was great fun. You know, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, and I thought um, Veg, who who organised it, and the guys that set the course, had done an amazing amount of work. And that's what, it was one of the things you forget. I mean, I remember I used to, well, I still do occasionally set trials, and how much work you have to put in to make sections and that sort of thing. And you think about what we were riding yesterday. That we were riding all day, so that me- that meant that they had to go out and investigate that on a number of days. 
case and the amount of work that goes into putting this ride together I think is worth remembering and just you know we often forget that somebody's done a hell of a lot of work to make sure your day is great fun and uh, so for that point of view I'd like to say thanks to the organisers because it was just terrific and I thought VGM Triumph and, and the guys that said it had done an amazing job so I really really take my hat off to them too finding all those routes especially on the gravel which was like 400 odd k's of gravel roads that could have gone anywhere and then you know and um only a couple of minor incidents and that was it so pretty good where to from here you're riding back to Auckland yeah I'm going back to Auckland today we'll go back up through the Waikato's lovely roads up there winding up through Nika and so forth and then uh, home, home over the Tuakau Bridge and literally I'll be home by lunchtime and mowing the lawns probably nice I've got a little bit of a longer ride I'm, I'm hoping to be home by dark <laughs> well, you've got an eight-hour ahead of you if you stop yeah. and have a pie or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it but, uh, was worth coming for you. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's always good to go for a ride. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a ride from Wellington to, to Wellington to Raglan to, to come all the way. But it was great. Yeah, it was great to see you too because you know, don't catch up all that often. So yeah, it was good fun. Awesome. Well, Rod, safe and we'll catch up online, on the line, as some people say. On the line, Ray. Yeah, OK. Cheers, mate. <laughs> nice to talk to you. Okay, it is Sunday, it is 10 past 5, we are at the top of Paikakariki Hill Road, having completed 500 kilometres, riding down from Raglan. Todd, how do you feel? I'm feeling a bit sore, but uh, in good spirits, good spirits. So the uh, the ride down from Raglan, we went south, we went through Tikawiti, we got to, uh, just before the turn off from State Highway 4 to... Um, Okuni, and we saw a big sign saying crash State Highway 4 south of uh, whatever town that was uh, Ratahi. so we had to make a decision quickly and because we were in the uh, the heavy heavy rain and horribleness uh, we decided to go um, through to Waiuru and down State Highway 1 which turned out to be quite fortunate we, we went to um, we decided to take uh, Vinegar Hill and go through the Manawa 2 uh, yes, that's right. Yep. It was the uh, first time for Vinegar Hill for me. Uh, it was really nice. It was quite nice, particularly after spending all morning in the uh, very, very cold rain in National Park. Yeah, National Park from the, I think, Rorimu, it was uh, 15 degrees, and then it suddenly dropped down to 9 at National Park. Yes, and I had fog on a tinted visor, and I could not see, and it was raining, so... Uh, I kind of blocked that out until you just reminded me. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely been an adventure. Uh, From there, uh, down through the Manawa 2, down the back of Palmerston North, through Shannon, onto State Highway 1. A little bit of traffic at Ōtaki, as you would expect. A little bit of traffic at Mackay's Crossing, bottom of uh, the northern end of Transmission Gully. We're at the uh, Paikakariki Hill lookout now. Hardly a cloud to be seen. Beautiful blue sky. The sun is streaming through. It's quite bright. Luckily, we've got cloud cover for the rest of this road, and then you'll go one way and I'll go the other. That's right, I'm back off to the city, so we're not too far from home now. So that pretty much wraps up our adventure. Uh, You look back on the last three days, what do you think? Well, it's uh, been my first one, so it's a lot to take in, but overall, it's, uh, it's been a really good experience. I thought I would be a lot more tired from all the riding, but uh, no, not really. I'm, I'm excited, could do, a little, could do a little bit more. Yeah, I, I am a bit dazed and confused with uh, slow and deliberate moves. I think we need to get home, crack a beer, and think about this uh, another day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the uh, podcast, first time. 
Thanks for coming along. And that wraps up this week's show. We do sincerely hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been a long one. Of course, it was the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride, taking you along for the ride, recorded live on site in, well, on the road between Wellington and Raglan. Uh, for more information on these rides, jump on Facebook and like uh, Kiwi Rider the Facebook page and you'll see all the information. And check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine as well. We'll resume, resume normal transmission next week with the latest in news from On Throttle and Kiwi Rider magazine. Till then, I've been Ray. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time.